It's Ash Wednesday. Welcome to today's Leadcast. This is Father John Zulsdorf. Each day during Lent, there is designated a Roman church as a station. Let's visit these churches in our hearts each day in these podcasts for a Lenten pilgrimage. Picture gathering at a nearby church with many others and processing to the station church, singing litanies. At the end of Mass, pieces of the consecrated host would be taken to different parishes around Rome as a sign of unity. Many of the churches were dedicated to the martyrs, and you are visiting them as well, as if reviewing your family history. The list of stations goes in large part back to the time of Pope St. Gregory the Great, who died in 604. Think of yourself, perhaps, as an ancient catechumen, being prepared to enter the church at Easter. You are being schooled, spiritually prepared, for the most important moment of your lives, baptism and entries into the mysteries of faith. And you do so with your feet and with your heart, liturgically. Today, the Roman station is at Santa Sabina on the Aventine Hill. Saint Sabina was a second century martyr. The church was built in the early 5th century on the Aventine Hill by Peter of Illyria after the sack of Rome, presumably at the site of the original Titulus Sabinae, a church in the home of Sabina who had been martyred around 114. In Rome, the earliest churches rose from the shrines of martyrs in cemeteries and from the houses of prominent Christians where they would gather. In 1218, Pope Honorius III gave the church to the Dominicans. He was the pope who approved the foundation of that distinguished order of preachers. They still serve the church. St. Dominic lived in the adjacent monastery for a period soon before his death in 1221. St. Thomas Aquinas stayed there as well. On the doors of the church, there is the earliest known carving in wood of the crucifixion. During the Renaissance and Baroque periods, some additions were made, In the 20th century, most of these were removed to restore the church closer to its original state. In recent years, popes have come to this church for Mass on Ash Wednesday, after making a procession from the nearby church of Sant'Anselmo. You will receive your ashes today if you go to Mass. In some places they are sprinkled on you. In others, you receive a smudged cross in your forehead. These marks won't last for the next six weeks, except, on your own choice, in your own attitude toward the season and toward yourself. Lent stimulates us to let the Word of God penetrate our life and, in this way, to know the fundamental truth, who we are, where we come from, where we must go, what path we must take in life. Thus, the Lenten season offers us an ascetic and liturgical journey that, helping us to open our eyes in the face of our weakness, makes us open our hearts to the merciful love of Christ. In bringing us closer to God, the Lenten journey allows us to see our brothers and their needs with new eyes. Whoever begins to see God, to contemplate the face of Christ, sees his brother with other eyes, discovers his brother, his good, his evil, his needs. For this reason, Lent, as a time of listening to the truth, is a propitious moment to be converted to love, as the profound truth, the truth of God, is, at the same time, love. A love that is able to assume the Lord's attitude of compassion and mercy. May these be days of reflection and intense prayer, in which we let ourselves be guided by the word of God, which the liturgy proposes to us abundantly.
May Lent be, moreover, a time of fasting, penance, and vigilance over ourselves, aware that the struggle against sin never ends, because temptation is a daily reality, and frailty and illusion are everyone's experience. Benedict XVI The Oratio Super Populum, Oremus, humiliate capita vestra Deo, Inclinante se domine maestati tue, propitiatus intende, ut qui divino munere sunt refecti, celestibus semper nutriantur auxiliis. Let us pray. Bow your heads to God. Look graciously, O Lord, upon those who bow down before your divine majesty, that they, being fed by your holy gift, may always be nourished by help from heaven. Through Jesus Christ, thy Son, our Lord, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the unity of the Holy Ghost, every one God, world without end. Amen.